I want once again welcome you all as we come to worship our God, but also a very special day for most of our eighth graders because it has been a year of preparation, but also they know they can't do it on their own. That's why we have the sense in the seat for us. So as I begin my homily today, eighth graders, I have to warn you, I always ask questions at the end. So make sure you're paying attention. And I just call randomly, okay? So that you're right. So I want to ask a question. If someone comes and asks you, what does it mean to be a Catholic? What do you answer? They begin, okay? If someone asks you, what does it mean to be a Catholic? What do you mean? What does it mean? What do you tell them? It may be very hard for us to answer a question. So, well, I go to church. That doesn't make you a Catholic, Henry. Okay? So what does it mean to be a Catholic? In very few minutes, we shall be reciting the creed. <clears throat> and there are four things we already say every, every time, which we call the marks of the church, or the characteristics of the church. And those four marks, they are one, holy, Catholic, and apostolic. We say them all the time. But what does it mean for us? Of course, if you say holy, when you look in the church, if we're honest, we're all sinners. So why do we call ourselves holy? The church is holy because of the founder of the church. Christ, who's the founder and the head, makes the church holy. So he invites us with our sinfulness into the church to share into his holiness. So if you say the church is holy, it's not because we are. We are trying to become. We are working on it. But it's holy because of who started this church, the head and the founder. So then we say the church is one. What does that mean? It means the universal faith we all have. A church, wherever you go across the culture and countries, we share the same faith of Jesus Christ. That's our oneness. So then we say it's apostolic. What does that mean? It means it was founded on the apostles of Christ. So all of us, we share in that mission of the apostles. Because when Jesus ascended, he told them, go into the world and teach them to do all these things. He commissioned them. We all share into that mission as the church. Unless we say the church is Catholic. What does Catholic mean? Catholicos. Who can guess what it means? What does that mean? The church is Catholic. Okay? It, mean, it just means that it's of one essence. We are Catholic. So wherever we go, we're going to be ingrained into this one holiness. So that's very good. So all these are marks of the church. But what does it mean for me? To be part of the say you are Catholic, there are some things you must practice in your life. One of them is to pray with your community around. So I will give you a story. When I was still a deacon, I was taking a class at Kamo High School. And then I asked the question, are you a good Catholic? And of course, everyone said, yes, they are. Until one of them told me, I explained what it means, says you have to worship with your community. You have to reach out to your community. It helps you to grow to become who God wants you. 
And there is a good boy told me, Father, I don't go to church, but I'm a good Catholic. And I said, yes, you are not a good Catholic. You are a good Christian. Christians pray as Catholics pray. But coming to worship as a community is a mark of who we are as a church. Because to be a church, we are Eucharistic, which means we give thanks as a community. So we come to pray, to worship, to pray for one another, to encourage, to uplift. Because when we come together, we pray for one another. That's what it means to be the church. We are a people who give thanks to God for what God has done for us. For you as an individual person and for us as the whole family of the human race. We are Catholic. So then what does it mean to practice our faith? We can't do it on our own. At the center of everything we say is prayer. That's why what cuts across today all the readings, we see how different people pray. The gospel, Jesus says, gives a parable of two people praying. One is a Pharisee, which means pure, or to be set apart, separated. Another one is a tax collector. The Pharisee says, I thank you, God, because I am not like the rest of human beings. They are sinful, they cheat, I don't know those stuff. The tax collector just says, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. The question is, what is your attitude in prayer? What is the content of your prayer? Is it about you as a person? The center of prayer is God. Everything has to be directed to God, not me, how great I am. And when you go to pray, it's not time for you to compare yourself to others. You know, God, I am okay, she's not very good. It's not your call. When you go to pray, you're asking God on your own. It's a connection between you and God. So what's your attitude in prayer? Is it to praise yourself? Is it to tell God how great you are? He already knows how great you are. He just wants to connect with you and say, here I am, I need you. So that's why we come and ask the saints to pray for us. The saints, they're the heroes of our faith. We have saints because they're the heroes of our faith. They have lived through this world like us. They had struggles. They never gave up. As Paul says, I have kept the faith. I have finished the race. I kept the faith. All of us on our baptism, we're given that faith. And we're supposed to grow this faith. But we need the saints to pray for us, as we need our community to pray for us. So the saints are reminding us that we can pray for you, intercede for you. Now, I'm going to ask some of our eighth graders here, because you went through a time to look for a confirmation saint. Maybe you go to a book and say, I don't like that saint. That's okay. You move to another saint. You found a saint who spoke to you. The one you connected with says, well, St. Augustine connects with me. St. John Vianney, yeah, he doesn't. That's okay. The church has so many gifts. So you have saints you picked and you connect with them. The question is, why did you choose them? 
One is to pray for you, but also you to look at them as your models in life. And then to become what God is calling us. So whatever saint you chose, I'm going to ask a question. What does this saint mean for you? What does it mean? Why did you choose this saint? Why did you choose this saint? Do you have any connection with this saint? But as I said, other saints, we don't have connection to them. Others, yes, they speak to us. That's why we have them today. So I'm going to invite Paige. Where is Paige? You can come on this microphone. I'm going to ask some questions. There you go. I told you. So Paige, can you tell me which saint you chose? Saint Rose of Lima. You don't tell him, you're doing everyone. Saint Rose of Lima. She chose Saint Rose of Lima. Why did you choose Saint Rose of Lima? Because she is the patron saint of gardeners and florists, and I like flowers, and she has the same name as my grandmother who passed away three years before I was born, so this is how I want to honor her. Very good. There is a connection. Saint Rose of Lima likes flowers as she does, but also her grandma's name, there's a connection. So what are you trying to imitate from this scent? Um, she can help like further my journey with I don't think Jesus. I can hear you. She can help further my journey with Jesus and she's very devoted to God and she cut away from her distractions in life to focus on her faith. She's devoted to God, she's very close to Jesus. So is there anything you say, this is one thing I'm going to learn from her to put in my life? Um, I want to learn how, like, she decided not to, her family wanted her to, like, get married off, and she didn't want to, so she decided to, like, focus on God, and she spent all of her, like, days and weeks in prayer, and I want to learn how to, like, cut away from distractions. Very good. I don't have any other questions. Thank you very much. I want to invite Kara. What is Kara? There you are. Very good. So, Kara, where do you go to school? Huh? Uh huh. Where do you go to school? Different questions. Oh, I go to I go to Hawthorne Middle School North. Hawthorne Middle School North. Very good. So, first, tell us about your saint. Who's your saint? My saint was Catherine Drex Saint Catherine Drexel. Saint Catherine Drexel. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about this saint. Um, so she was born November 26, 1858, and she is the patron saint of racial justice and philanthropists. Yeah. So. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> so why did you choose this saint? So I chose her because uh, at first I learned about her. She was like the second. She was the second saint that was born in America. I was like, oh, I'm American too. Wow. That's a, that. What a coincidence. So then I looked more into her, and she was like the patron saint of racial justice and I thought that was really interesting and it really spoke to me a lot because she kind of inspired me to fight for racial justice like as as a like daughter of two immigrants from the Philippines like I I feel like it speaks to me that like she understood people who were not like born in like born in America and I mean well they were born in America but they they didn't have as much right as other people that like you know like white people had more right like during that time and yeah I think 
it really inspired me and really like was interesting to me because in school we're also learning about like like history in America during that time and like when she was she founded Xavier University in New Orleans in 1915 and African Americans were still struggling and they were you know African Americans were still struggling and they didn't really have as much right as other people and also, in 1915, women didn't even have the right to vote during that time. So it's like really interesting how she was working with like African Americans, Native Americans, and just like helping them through this time when people didn't really have as much right, you know. So yeah. That's very good. She's very detailed. She knew the science. So one more question I have for you is that uh, she is becoming your confirmation saint. Uh, once you are confirmed, even now, what are you going to do to, imi to imitate this saint? Um, well, obviously I'm gonna, okay, obviously I'm gonna always like fight for other people's rights because um, obviously there's still, like people are still racist everywhere. You see it on TV. Um, especially during the beginning of COVID, I remember I was like watching the TV and there's just a bunch of like Asian hate and everything and I like particularly found that like very, very wrong and it also like scared me as a person, as an Asian person, like I'm like I was scared that like other people would like be racist towards me or maybe hurt me or something, I don't know. But yeah, it, it is scary. So obviously I would fight for um, racial justice for everyone, no matter who you are, like, like African Americans, Native Americans, and like Asian people, just everywhere. They don't even have to be American. There's also like, like racial injustice everywhere, like even not in the United States. So yeah, I'm gonna. All right, that's very good. So I thank you very much for our courage. As we go, what unites all these saints is their faith in God. So everything we do has to be grounded in God and so God may guide us. So I'm going to call out someone. I think maybe I should call, I call out a boy this time. They're getting scared. Okay, I'm kidding. So let us pray for all these, our eighth graders because they're beginning this journey. And it's not just a graduation. It's a journey of life. When you're confirmed, it's not a graduation. It's a confirmation into your faith. So let's pray for God to bless them, protect them, and all their saints to pray for them so they may become the messengers that God is looking for in our generation. The Lord be with you.